Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Cabenas. And today we're about to go off a minute 61, which begins with Frank telling Angel very well and ends with uh, Andy Wainwright telling Angel it's high time that he and his monkey realized that everything isn't a murder. And we have a guest, Doug Greenberg. Welcome. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we we've actually been really looking forward to having you on the show, Doug, uh, because you are a police officer. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's, that's right. Yeah, leave the hype. Right. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, you know, it 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 we're going to be asking you probably a lot of questions. I mean, granted, there's going to be some differences, obviously, between American law enforcement and uh, and and British law enforcement, but you know, I'm sure there's also a lot of similarities as well. Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll I'll uh, try to apply. I think for the most part, they kind of transcend. You know, I mean, laws are laws, right? Right, but, exactly. Um, maybe it maybe it's like more more the procedural parts mm. that differ, but sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll figure it out. All right. Well, uh, how, so so okay. So this minute um, begins where we left off last minute with uh, with Angel being very adamant that something fishy is going on with the death of Tim Messenger and that it should be investigated. Uh, and now uh, Frank, who was the first person to point out that it was all an accident, uh, is is now sort of accepting that he's not going to be able to get away with that this time. He's going to have to make everybody investigate this because if he doesn't, Nicholas is really going to throw a fit about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he is... Uh, He's going to step in. He's going to tell everybody to do their job and uh, no one is happy because it's on it's their day off. <laughs> but he knew exactly what pieces needed to be put in place. Mhm. Like it's like I bet that Frank would be a really great cop if he wasn't part of the, you know, the NWA. Right. Right. Yeah, he probably um, was a great cop at one point. Yeah. You know, before that happened. Now, does he does he do this because he knows it's not really going to get done correctly? Like when he when he tells everybody, he's like, "Okay, let's do it." Like, what's yeah. his? I mean, because he doesn't really want the truth to be found, right? I mean, I, I we're sort of working under the assumption that these individuals were hired to be on the the police force specifically because they're kind of worthless yeah you know? i think it, it, it's very uh it i i noticed in this bit it's very strategic that he takes the one person who wants to do detective crime solving stuff and he makes sure mm. that he is stuck guarding and like standing watch and not doing any which I, I imagine must have been like un i can just that that's palpably frustrating to me like i, mm-hmm. I don't know from nicholas's perspective of like the idea of like he i'm the one that wants to do the most work and i'm doing the least work and I know that everyone else is just not looking for what I need them to be looking for and then giving up and then saying that it's pointless. Mm-hmm. Right, so, right, right. 
So yeah, it's it, uh it's an almost Game of Thronesian move for for Broadbent's it, character. Yeah. Very calculated. It's kind of though, I mean, all the tasks that he give them he gives them are pretty mundane and really don't have anything to do with investigative work. Mm-hmm. He tells Sergeant Fisher to secure the area, which is just like coordinate off and and uh set up a like a, a perimeter. Barrier. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh PC Thatcher get the detectives down here pretty much like go tell the detectives to come down here csi mm-hmm. and he tells pc walker with the dog saxon to patrol the churchyard so it's all really mundane uh like i guess beat cop kind of work mm-hmm. you know, they're very but, put out by it yeah <laughs> yeah each of their uh reactions <laughs> is is hilarious <laughs> Uh, how, how often have you found yourself in a situation where you've had to, uh, you know, just randomly work on your day off for, because of some sort of situation? Does that ever happen actually? Or is it just happening here? Cause this is a, such a small town. Um, I mean, we get, we get, we rarely ever get ordered into work for an emergency. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for like, uh. I'm trying to think. It doesn't happen that often. Like the detectives, our detectives will get called in on their time off to to investigate something, you know, that can't wait until the next business day, mm-hmm. for example. Um, uh, now, usually, uh, usually something, you know, like this would be handled by the people working, but it doesn't seem like there are anybody else. It, there is anybody else working. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like everyone had the day off except for like Angel was choosing to work the 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 church fate um but uh then again then again uh you know maybe not maybe he's just the only person willing to work seven days a week i don't know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah uh, i I don't doubt it from him yeah Yeah, right maybe everyone knew in advance like hey one of our off days is going to be the fat the fiat right that we're all going to take off that day because like it's the the happening event of the year right yeah is that what he called he calls it a fiat it's yeah it's it's everyone's pronouncing in the movie as a fate a church fate but the the word is french and so like it's it's pronounced with a french accent but no one in the movie is pronouncing it with a french accent i guess i don't know in my brain like fate is another word sure Uh. (laughs) yeah i don't it's the hardest part from watching uh you know british movies and stuff is is finding those those words that really like we don't have here like, I would call it a fair. You guys would call it a fair, right? Mm-hmm. Or like a carnival. Carnival, like a, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but definitely like a some kind of, yeah. So I, I heard him say fate, or is it fate? Is that what he says? Yeah, yeah. Or it's F- F-E-T-E. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really care enough to look deeper into it, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, it's usually a, a thing that um, happens at, uh, at uh, Catholic churches and, like, churches that come out of Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they tend to uh, uh, have these sorts of things uh, about like once or twice a year. It's just an excuse to eat like fried dough and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, right, right. Fried dough day. Yeah. But yeah. I'm really in love with the little detail of Danny's little cowboy hat also getting uh, like a rain guard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> That's pretty great. It. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, so how often, uh, do you find yourself having to just stand out in the rain like this? Does that happen a lot? Uh, we have a, a, a saying, good cops never get wet. <laughs> so, 
No, it's like um, you know, when it's when it's raining, especially heavy like this, we know, you know, it's kind of like you pump the brakes on like the car stops and everything because you know it's it's uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah, especially because once you get wet, um, forget it. You're, you're like that for the rest of your shift. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, I there there's a, there's been a couple of times where I was stuck out in the rain, uh, standing there, and the raincoats that you wear. Like yeah, they'll protect you know the your uniform, but they come to an end like six inches above your boots. Mm-hmm. So the bottom of your pants and your feet get soaking wet anyway. Mm-hmm. So they're almost worthless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's the part that you really don't want to get wet. Yeah, like, everything feet. else you can kind of deal with, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, if your feet get wet, that's the worst. Keep your socks dry. Yeah, that's what they said. Right. You're a nom. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's true. If Forrest Gump taught me anything, it was <laughs> keep your feet dry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, everyone is just so like yeah it's like dante from clerk's level of like annoyed i'm not even supposed to be here today yeah, yeah. it's like ah but, <laughs> oh in the station when uh pc thatcher uh gets told what to do her her sigh her ugh is just priceless yeah, yeah. it's that's, it's that's my very favorite reaction very yeah. relatable well, and I just think it's funny that she starts off with like Hello. he's yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> yellow <laughs> like I like, like I none of them are listening yeah it's just so it's so funny it's she's, a surprise to each of them that they each have to do stuff yeah yeah <laughs> definitely um for the patrolman though this what Nicholas and Danny are doing is the reality of it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you would have you would have a, a you know patrolman or a low level. Uh, guy that's we um we would take a crime scene log so you would stand at the entrance to where they have the crime scene roped off and anybody that walks in or walks out you have to note the time and their name who walks in and who walks out mm-hmm. every every uh little little detail at a crime scene needs to be documented that's yeah that's uh, it's, it's interesting yeah it's so much it's like yeah just covering Bases, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know, almost or like yeah, paying attention to detail. I mean, like like Nicholas is detecting, right, right, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because they, because yeah, you just want you only want like one way in and out of a crime scene, exactly, um, because yeah, because yeah, otherwise it starts getting crazy. Um, That's why earlier in the movie when they have that, uh, you know, the the breakup scene, mm-hmm. um, it it really like <laughs> like tickled me how many people were actually inside the crime scene because sure. it, would, yeah, it, it would never wow. happen yeah no yeah. It, was, it was like a clown car of people yeah 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 and they uh, missed the window right. being broken in from the outside right right <laughs> uh yeah i love i love that the andes are wearing their sunglasses in the rain in the rain <laughs> yeah. at night at night yeah yeah and his his uh cadence to everything he says is uh, i love it Oh like, yeah, uh, Andy. No, is that w- Wainwright? Right? Yeah, that's no Wainwright. One? Yeah, mm. he wants to be at the pub. Yeah, he does want to. <laughs> that's his. That's his main gripe is that he's not at the pub earlier. Right, right now, <laughs> he wants to be at the pub right now. It's like maybe like seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like sundown just happened. Yeah. It's like why am I not already drunk? Yeah. He's a creature. He's a creature of habit. You can't throw a wrench into that. Yeah. yeah everybody in this town is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they want their they it's their little their schedules and their you know little things like going to the pub or not working mm-hmm. during the church fete are like very important to them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I uh I and you know what we haven't we've never seen Walker angry 
before. Yeah. And he, even he's angry. <laughs> telling him he thinks he's full of shit or whatever it is he says. His uh, his level of, of frustrated is also very relatable to me because it is kind of he, he kind of like everything he does he kind of keeps it down yeah or it's like, mm-hmm. all right yeah oh, whatever <laughs> I don't even think you needed a translator for that <laughs> no it's a really hard <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty crystal clear what he was saying yeah he's he's uh, I guess he enunciates better when he's angry yeah when he's <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, when, when, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, poor Saxon in the rain. Yeah, that's too bad. Mm. Poor guy. Well, that's you, you take guys that are pissed off about being there in the first place, and then you add rain to the mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just exacerbates everything. It oh, does. Yeah. <laughs> it does. I like how yeah. they're, the Andes are sharing an umbrella between the two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a fun little detail. <laughs> that's pretty great, actually. <laughs> um, and yeah, that, that monkey is getting soaked. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that it's thing disgusting. is ruined. It, oh, it's awful. Awful. Like, what are you going to Pro- do with that? <laughs> it probably weighs a ton, too. Yeah. He's just tucked under his arm. Ugh. Yeah. Why don't you leave it in the car? Yeah. Or see that the- attached to it. Or leave, <laughs> it in the, leave it in the church where they just were. You were just yeah. there. Put it in one of the pews and come get it later. Yeah, so unselfconsciously, while on duty, having this, like, <laughs> larger than usual stuffed animal, like, tucked under his arm. Yeah, he uh, he he's. Yeah, I mean, he's like he's like a little kid who doesn't want to put his toy down. Yeah, put his toy down. He's like, mm. you nah, know, my boyfriend won this for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he? he's holding it like like right underneath the neck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love the way he's cradling it. Yeah, it does some... remind me of, of my children, like the way they would carry something around. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like right by the neck or like. Yeah, the way mm-hmm. they like you have to teach them not to hold like animals or pets. God, that you know that monkey, yeah, yeah. that monkey is so gigantic. I I just can't imagine a child being in possession of it because it mm-hmm. looks it looks huge for Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I can't imagine a little kid like it is the size. It's larger than some children. I had a stuffed animal as a kid that was bigger than me. Really? For the first few years of my life. Oh, okay. It was like a big brown teddy bear. Uh. And I remember when I was a kid, I could actually like sleep on it. Uh huh. Mm. But then, and now that, then now I, you know, it's like up in the attic or whatever. And if I see it now, it is probably the size of that monkey. Oh, okay. Did you carry it around by its neck like yes, that? Yes, yes. So carry it around by its neck. <laughs> <laughs> the only other way I could see a kid dragging that around is like just holding one foot and dragging it behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Or like an arm. Mm hmm. <laughs> but still, like, yeah, it's a it's a very big toy. So like to drag it would just be like walking around with, like a warhammer. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially in the rain. Oh, oh man. man. Uh, yeah. yeah. The Andes did the minimal amount of detecting. Mm-hmm. They what even... What did they even do? What did they just go look they... at the crime scene and wait for the CSI to do their job and then just like walk over? Yeah, they're mostly mad that they had to be there. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they've really done anything. No, they don't want to look through every issue of the Sanford Citizen. No. They actually could stay perfectly dry if they were doing their job, because there's a tent over the crime scene. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Why are you uh, walking around? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you probably, like CSI, I guess, would, I mean, would they be, uh, th- this whole thing is uh, confusing to me, because Nicholas Angel's a London police officer, but he was transferred out here. Yes, right under the now is is this police department under the same umbrella as the London police department? Right, like where is the CSI coming from? 
Yeah. That's, are they coming from London? I don't know if they would be coming from London. Maybe there's like a uh, maybe there's like a smaller like kind of city city like mm-hmm. a, a smaller city where they can bring in the CSI from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I don't know. Maybe they're all just like waiting for the CSI to arrive. Maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe. I mean, they, they still could be inside the tent though, taking I guess their they notes could. and yeah, and, uh, looking for whatever. Yeah, maybe there is no CSI. Well, I'm just really surprised mm-hmm. that none of them have. Uh, like, why? Why isn't why isn't uh, Angel being interviewed? He is the he witness. Saw it happen. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. the witness. That's a good uh, point. Yeah, like he would be interviewed. And honestly, like if he was, if he saw it happen, would he even be eligible to be on this case? That's a good point. Hmm. If, if you, he would like, if he witnessed the crime happen. You, something at this level, a murder. Yeah, do you then enter the realm of not being able to objectively solve this crime? Or are you now part of this? Are you, are you now like part of the other side of the equation, which is helping us solve the crime? Right. Is he part of the investigation in, in terms of like being a witness and therefore like wouldn't be able to yeah. actually be on the case in any way? I think that that is a really great point. I think that he would be treated more as a witness because... Um, I mean, would it necessarily be considered a conflict of interest? Um, if he chose to divulge that Tim Messenger's last act was to like, hey, I need to talk to you, Nicholas Angel, mm-hmm. chief mm-hmm. chief of police. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's but, valuable, valuable information for sure. <laughs> before he but got she, his head crushed. <laughs> <laughs> very interested in talking to me. Yeah. Hmm. He's actually, and he's not telling anyone that. <laughs> yeah. Well, hmm. yeah, and, and it ended up being a ends up being a very uh, good good move on his part. Oh, for sure. But yeah, uh-huh. but you're right. In the realm of the movie, it is a little weird that he doesn't bring it up to Frank or anyone else. That like, hey, like he wanted to talk to me before he he died harder than I've ever seen anyone <laughs> die. <laughs> right. I mean, because the thing is, like, even if he had said that. Uh, they would have just thrown it away of like, yeah, he was probably going to ask you what your perfect Sunday was. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> you never answered him. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. I love uh, I love Frank Butterman's little six-shooter move when he's telling people what to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's pretty great. <laughs> love that. So you got to go back and look at that one. Oh, man. And he pops his fingers out like boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, things are getting emotionally very uh, volatile. Yes, here at the Sanford Police Department. Yes, when Wainwright calls him Mister Angel, is that um like intentionally being disrespectful to him? Mm. They said a sergeant. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I think it's I think it's yeah. I mean, you know, it's probably like a combination of things, right? It's like. You know, I I assume that most of these people refer to each other as their first name around mm-hmm. here because it's like a small town. Doris. Um, right. Exactly. Uh, and so it's like a combination of like I'm not going to call you Sergeant and I'm not going to call you Nicholas. <laughs> I'm just or or Nick. Like we are not friends and I do not respect you. So you are Mister Angel. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a slap in the face. Yeah, for sure. I'd rather somebody just call me like straight by my last name than Mister. Greenberg, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Mr. is a complicated... It, it's it's rarely complimentary. You're complimentary. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I mean, unless you're in just like a 
like a like a if it's like a high school teacher well well not just that but i just mean like in general if you're like uh like a customer or something oh mr oh uh, yeah oh yeah, mr johnson yeah. we have your room ready right exactly mm-hmm. yeah in in scenarios like that where they have no business knowing that you're a doctor or uh yeah or how a would police they? officer yeah. mm-hmm. or anything it's like doctor that. Actually. Yeah, because then you, because then you're the asshole yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Call me sergeant. <laughs> right, but coming from a contemporary is is like, I would take offense to that. Oh yeah, you know, like, yeah. Oh, you're you're calling me Mister, and rightfully like, hey, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um. All right. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's all we have for this minute. I, I a lot of stuff coming. Of, yeah, a lot of stuff coming, mm-hmm. but. Uh, but uh, I think that's all we got for this one. Uh, Doug, how's uh, how's Rocky Minute going? It's going great. It's going great. We're um, just about wrapping up. Uh, we're right now. We're we're deep into the the super fight two. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have um, we have to record one more week and then our our wrap up and then yeah we're, we're we'll be done in by the end of March. Yeah, you excited about uh, season three? Yeah, it's. It's going to be such a, a change in from from what we're used to because they're you know going from Rocky one and two to three and four is like just a total tone change and everything. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm excited about it because I mean those are the ones that I saw first when I was a kid that I grew up with. So yeah. I'm excited about it. I don't know what how, what I'm going to do with all the extra time because <laughs> we're cutting like a half hour out of the movies. Oh wow! Going okay. from two to three. So yeah. Yeah, one and two are are kind of they they feel similar. It was almost as if they were trying to chase that Oscar mm-hmm. again with the second right. one. Well, we don't know, maybe. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, but then, but then with the third one, they're like, okay, well, that was that was that was a waste of time. We didn't need to do that. Let's just make a cool boxing movie. And then the third one, the third one, the thing I like about the third one is that, like, especially for the format for the movies by minute format, it's like it changes up. It like shifts a lot. Yeah, uh, about right. like what it's about, you know, like mm-hmm. every twenty minutes it turns into something else. Yeah, it's about a robot. Well, that's four. I that's think, four. I, I, robot. I think it really. I think it makes. I think three and four are the ones that, if you're a kid, those are the ones that you mm-hmm. attach to the quickest mm-hmm. because there are things like Paulie gets a robot. I, mm-hmm. you know, like Clubber Lang living in America, like you remember those things as a kid. Right. And one or two, I think one especially, I didn't really start to appreciate until I was like a teenager, yeah, or like a little older. Because like that right. melancholy, yeah. Because right. yeah, cartoons the, the sequels. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, yeah, exactly what it is. I mean, the the first two like are, are very nuanced. You know, you have to look deep into the character. And as a right. kid, you're not doing that. You want to see boxing and you want to see montages. Yeah, you're right. watching so. the you watch the first one and you're like, wait, Rocky's like kind of like a low level like criminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. right. But yeah, I mean, in the third one, you've got it's it's like you got the death of Mickey. You've got. Uh, mm-hmm. Training with Apollo. You've got uh, Hulk Hogan. You've yeah, got Clever yeah. Lane. You know, like you're just you're constantly switching up like what's yeah, happening in the movie. In, they're in L.A. Now they're at the beach. Right. Like, yeah. So like I think that's gonna I think that one's gonna be a really fun one to cover in this format. Yeah. Um, and the opponents like become more and more of like like true villains, like almost <laughs> monstrous yeah. villains. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> Yeah, well, there's there's no there's no getting to know Clover Lane. No, <laughs> why can't you just ignore it? Fuck his wife. Because <laughs> yeah. he's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, that's great. Um, yeah. So I'm 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 excited for you guys to wrap up season two and uh, take some time off and then come back with mm-hmm. season three. Uh, my wife's be... my wife's excited for the time off too. 
<laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow. In the meantime, if you're on Facebook, uh, go uh, check out uh, the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub, our uh, our Facebook group there. You can join in the discussion with uh, the new episodes and things like that over there. That's the Cornetto Cornet Minute Listeners Pub on Facebook. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 62 for the greater good. The greater good. <laughs> <laughs>